in dialogue and perception that you can use. It tells us what we can do. The one for the body is the game, and the one for the head is... So this is the this, this spirit of play or intensity that can and then enjoy the celebration together. And sometimes they had to light each other up. I think they did it. My name is Dana Minnie. Thank you for joining us. This is the How to Coach Your Kids podcast. And let's welcome our two guests, Ava and Sochi. Please introduce yourselves, ladies. Yeah, my name is Eva Kubi. I'm from Berlin, Germany. I'm a coach and I'm a historian who likes to guide people through different parts of, uh, of Germany and to show them by bike or by food what is interesting in, can be interesting in history. And there are always also, also stories about children since I love children very much. And so I'm very interested for years in the topic of how to coach your kids so that kids and parents get what they want. Yay! Well, hello everybody. My name is Sochi Wild, and I am located in Spain. And I'm a coach, uh, communication and sales. That is my specialty. And I especially love how to coach your kids because I have a five-year-old son. And I'm so, so, so glad that I am part of this uh, group because he has helped me tremendously in understanding a different way and an innovative way to see kids and understand them and understand myself in the process. So thank you, Dana and Eva. Thank you both for being here. And as you can see, we have an international and a diverse cast to talk today. And uh, How to Coach Your Kids is actually the name of a webinar series about how games and game theory transforms family life because it generates a healthy emotional environment and more fun and more play. So first we'll listen to a clip from a past webinar and you were both there, Ava, you were my co-host, and Sochi was participating, and then we'll discuss it. Let's listen to the clip. What I notice is that when they are bored, they create intensity by having drama. I'm sure you've never done that. I've never done that. And things happen like criticizing, blaming, complaining, whining, pouting, people feeling bad about themselves. What we're going to look at today is the balance between keeping intensity without drama. Intensity means feeling and excitement and pace. So today's experiment is for the boys to do different tasks and they're going to be timed. So what's the first task, Johannes? First one is picking up the playroom. 
Uh-huh. And what did you write for the time for that? 30 minutes. 30 minutes. Okay. So if you finish in less than 30 minutes, come and tell me. And you get extra points for finishing early or on time. Ready? Picking it up. That means mm-hmm. putting it away, not just mm-hmm. moving it somewhere mm-hmm. else. The experiment is to see if this training element brings more excitement and collaboration because they get points for finishing it on time, not just for doing it. Yeah, the clock is ticking. And right now they seem very, very busy and motivated. They're even running. They're running. <laughs> As they're cleaning So the theme there is playing games with a goal and an element of timing to create that intensity that kids crave and grown-ups. And I'm not going to say it's a cure for boredom and drama, but maybe we could say it reduces the boredom and drama. Uh, Sochi, what can you say about this principle of games and intensity and how it works? I definitely prefer the, you know, the having the countdown, you know, that really sets a different tone. Um, as far as having family life, you know, it's always, um, there's always things that can come up, other influences that can bring drama into the everyday life. But I prefer to have intensity with like countdowns and games. And it's a practice, I have to say. And I love it. What do you mean by it's a practice? Yeah, it's a it's a conscious practice. You you know when your kids are bored and then they start having a tantrum about something not so important, <laughs> or even myself as an adult, <laughs> you know, I could start having a tantrum or creating some everyday life drama, and it's just not so not so satisfying anyway afterwards, you know. Um, so when I put out a game that we can all play, and fair enough, you know, any member of the family can say that they don't want to play, and so then they don't play. But at least you're going to have one other player that will be willing <laughs> to join you. And then that sets the tone of sort of like your mood and the way you're interacting with with your kids or with your partner or as a family and that to me has made the biggest difference Mm -hmm. that's a wonderful point that it is a practice it it takes effort it is intentional i think those were your words it's an intentional practice it's sort of like our automatic our default to just fall into that drama to to get engaged in the tantrum and it's kind of a downward spiral. And if you experience that enough, you really don't want that. And I like your choice of words that you prefer. <laughs> I prefer a more interesting game where we're, we're working towards something, we're accomplishing something, there's a time element and there's a reward. I don't know if I mentioned that before, but it's important that there's a reward. I think you heard in the clip a mention of that. <laughs> 
What do you think about that, Ava, about how people respond to games and rewards and the element of timing? Um, yes, yeah, so I just I was thinking about what I as an adult with other adults could do as a game. And we were just planning uh, a bike tour. And my partner was so doing uh, researching for the hotels and he was so in a, in a uh, in an intensity, oh, I have found this hotel and this hotel and this hotel. And this was when we have the, made the decision for doing this bike tour afterwards, it was easy. And he, I could acknowledge him all the time because all the hotels have been great. Mm. And the drama I had before, oh, where, where could we go? Where had we go? But then when it was decided, it was so great how it worked out. Uh, how he could he was happy to find all this and he had this game of finding 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 researching researching how what men like to do to, so for him it find. was it was a kind of a game to it get was the a, best yes. hotel and the best route and the best exactly. way to do it and then exactly the reward was that you two enjoyed that time together and for you, yes. what I'm hearing is you just, you didn't get caught up in his intensity because for him, it was actually fun to do that. He enjoyed having that intensity of finding the best and getting the reservation and making sure you got there yes. right on time. And so you <laughs> right on time, this was very important for him, right on time. And <laughs> so when somebody adopted, him he had to redouble so this was this is what he always likes a lot and then he's happy the eyes are glowing and every evening could say oh what a wonderful hotel what a wonderful hotel <laughs> so this was really something was uh, what works i was not so aware of having this uh, that it was a game but it is a game because he wants to know what what can i do and then he run he went on and he was doing nothing else for the whole, whole week and until all the hotels were booked. Mm. So a lesson for all of us that uh, everybody likes games. <laughs> everybody likes some kind of intensity. And if you can put a kind of a direction to it or help craft the goal or the framework or with children, it's always creating safe parameters for their game, then, um, then everybody wins. So another point I wanted to mention is in the background during the clip, you hear one of my sons explaining the game. He's written it down. There's a clear goal, a clear time limit, a clear reward. And then you also hear one of my other sons who uh, gets a little intervention from me. And that's often necessary in the process. Um, did either of you notice that or take note of that? And what is your experience with possibly giving interventions, Sochi, with your son? <laughs> well, it's always, uh, for me, it's always interesting to see, you know, to just sort of see what, what he's going to do first, what happens. Yeah, because um, it happens, you know, kids are always, or it has happened to me, they're always ready for a game and to play. And so, and, and sometimes, you know, it, it never goes perfectly, of course. <laughs> and that's okay. Because then I like when things don't go like perfect, 
or they don't or maybe they don't even go right or the game is not even the the best fit because then you know it's okay to restart it's okay to make uh well i don't know if we want to call it mistake or if you you know we're not that good at it just yet Mm -hmm. But I prefer that that happens so that that's allowed to hit the reset button. I hit the reset button all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I love that reset button. <laughs> and that's a true, true definition of play, I think you could say, is that you're allowed to make mistakes. Just like in every sport, there's some kind of a referee that will say, that was a foul, or you have a warning, or that's out of bounds. And we need to do the same thing in life. And as a communication coach, you say you look forward to those moments. And I guess you get to use your intelligence and your skills to provide those kinds, that kind of communication to say, oh, that wasn't that's not working, or let's try this, or how about we start over, or your words were uh, finding a good fit. Maybe the game isn't a good fit. So all that language, how you used to talk about, I just, I love that. <laughs> yeah, it's very interesting because you also, I've also gotten to, gotten myself better as, you know, to use clear communication or clear instructions. Uh, I remember in the beginning, I was like, oh my God, I'm so bad at giving instructions <laughs> because they were all like unclear. And so a game always gives you a way to define very clearly what, what is the game about and what is the goal. And that's why I love it. And I so enjoyed so much and your webinar hearing, you know, from your types of games that you put out with your sons and also from other families how do they you know what creativity they use and that I think that is really really a great support mm, thank you what about you Ava have you had the opportunity to provide when you're in a game with somebody to provide feedback or an intervention to maybe modify how the game is going um yes so in my job in the moment there's also sometimes <laughs> to do some uh, changements and this is very important to have this uh, this possibility of giving feedback and to say oh no this didn't work no and then to say okay, this is one of the very important things what i often use is oh this didn't work and to be relaxed with that and not to get too angry so I think 10 years before I would have been angry all the time in my in my office now and now it's it can it's more relaxed it's I can can say, yeah I can say that doesn't work or this works very well or acknowledge and so on so this is really very important for me also to, to see all these and so what works with kids also works with adults <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thank you for bringing that point out. And it's, it's very effective in the workplace as well to provide clear instructions, be able to give feedback without being angry or upset. And uh, in, in the uh, clip, you can hear me saying 
clarifying, you know, putting it away means putting it away, not just moving it around, um, you know, just giving that clarification. And for me, that was also something that I had to learn to not get upset and say, what, you call this cleaning up? <laughs> you just shoved everything over to one side of the room. <laughs> but to be able to give, like you said, Sochi, very clear and specific feedback that, you know, this means this and you're doing this. And so you can hear my son saying, well, actually I did put it away. I put it on the shelf. So, um, <laughs> and then just letting it go after that, because I did the intervention, he got the message, and then nobody needed to get upset or be punished, and we were still in the game. We were in the game. So that, that is a, for me, and it sounds like for you as well, it's a learned skill to be able to give that clear feedback and provide those interventions during a game that doesn't throw the game off course, it doesn't ruin the game or stop the game, but just gives people more of a clear direction about how to get to the goal. And then subsequently how to get the reward. A good dinner in the evening after a, of, after a day of biking it was a wonderful reward. Yes, and not to have to worry on your end about where you were gonna stay or how you were gonna get there. Exactly. That's a teamwork. Very cool story. So a last question for you. What do you recommend to parents and caregivers as far as this game theory um, now that people are probably spending more time with their kids um, and maybe aren't used to it? Maybe they're working from home, their kids are going to school from home, spending more time at home, more time as a family. Uh, what what kinds of advice or what recommendations would you make about how to apply this? Well, I think it all begins with your, your attitude. Um, you know, first of all, of course, it's all very different than what we used to do before. And so <laughs> it may require a, a quite a few adjustments, but uh, I mean, for me, I think it was always, you know, looking after my, you know, myself by putting myself some games too. And so not to, <laughs> not to forget we are also, you know, we also want to be uh, playing and not just like, I want the games, not of course for my kid, but also I want to be playing too, because then that helps the whole it's environment. And yeah. so do not forget, you know, even if you are the adult that you also can join and it doesn't matter if you're 50 or 60 or five or six or 10, that you're, you're just another player. Awesome. Mm -hmm. And I think when you come from that attitude that, you know, hey, I'm a player here too, and we are here a team, and so then you forget your sort of position, I'm the mom, or I'm the dad, or I'm the, I don't know, the queen, or the king, or the commander, or whatever you want to call yourself, or the, the one with the responsibility, you know, 
to sort of like taking a little bit a load off and become the player and even model the playing for your kids. Mm. Wonderful point. Mm -hmm. Eva, do you want to add something? Um, so what I observe, uh, what family told on, on the dance was that a lot of them really played a lot. They put, took these games, these uh, board games on the table and they played, played, played. And so this uh, was a lot of fun for them. And then going outside and just yeah, win, the, win the children, win the family to do something together and be a team. And, um, and don't uh, be exhausted too much, even though it can be a little bit difficult. But um, what I was also observing for the last month that a lot of children loved a lot to be at home, to experience the whole day with their parents. And now when in, in, in Germany school started, so they have to go to school now again and uh, so a lot of children said oh i'm so happy to go back to school and i want to do this um and told me that her son he was doing uh, chilling a lot in the last month school began and he's and she said he was organized he's motivated he put some folders here and put the name on and so it, and she said i never saw that so they make their games themselves so they had chilling and now they want to learn again and what an what a result on this difficult stuff and so they are happy again so this is uh, yeah playfulness so is positive a outcome. very important tool mm -hmm. yes there are so many positive nobody had thought of that but there are so many uh, positive outcomes uh, also from this because there are children they don't learn when they're in school but they learn when they are alone at home and then nobody knew that before and that may be inspiring for some people if you are afraid that it's not working or your children are not learning or maybe you don't think it's going so well at home well maybe it's going better than you think and even so Today you learned a few tools how you could make it even better and create some generative relationships with your family while you play. And like both of you mentioned, in a way it's a kind of equality that happens when you think of yourself as another player in the game on the team. And I think parents can make the mistake of putting their children above them, like their children's desires or wishes or needs are more important than their own and they neglect to take care of themselves. Or on the other side, sometimes parents only think about their own needs and desires and wishes and they neglect thinking about their children's um, need for connection and acknowledgement. And so with the game and being on a team, in a way it creates this equality that both parts of the equation are both recognized, acknowledged, acknowledged, and during that play in human development, play is one of the most important functions in human development, partly because of that equality that happens, the co-regulation, the communication, connection, all of those things so important. So I loved 
I loved talking about this with you today. And I loved also that you both mentioned to take care of yourself. And I think self-compassion is really important as a parent and also during this time of anxiety and stress that feeling well yourself and taking care of your own well-being is the best for your kids. It makes you able to play, to open your heart, to think clearly, speak clearly, all of those things that developing little people need, or big people, as Ava says, <laughs> all people. <laughs> you can provide that, you can be available when you take care of yourself. And no need to do a whole overhaul, just start small. So any last thoughts, ladies, before we end? Well, just to say, Dana, that just to give them a, a quick recap. So what would a family or even a group of people will need to do like three or four things they can do very quickly to, to do a game? I would say find a common goal. Mm -hmm. what, what do they all want to do? And then find what each person needs in order to play. And try to take that time, even though it's easy to get so involved in our technology and our phones, but try to make that an unplugged time. Yay! <laughs> As a parent, you're not distracted. You're just focused on your child and really listening to what your child may want or need or is interested in, what your child's curious about, what lights them up. How do they want to play? Ooh, wonderful. And be willing to let them take the lead a little bit and find out what they what they want. What's what's a reward for them? Wow. <laughs> and then just make sure that as uh as the the adult, I guess you could say, you're the one providing the clear parameters, saying, like, okay, the goal is that by this time we do this and the reward is this. So you're bringing in that clarity. Mm -hmm. So for example, let's say that the game is, let's all help and clean the living room together. Mm -hmm. In 10 minutes? Mm -hmm. oh. And the reward is? Slurpees. Yeah. <laughs> going, going to swim afterwards. Going oh. swimming. <laughs> okay, I just wanted to like, just to give a very, quick example because you know you know how we parents try to make things very complicated in the head <laughs> yes the adults are good in, in doing things very complicated <laughs> yes thank you i love that i love that how to because we hear so many things about oh just do this just let it go just love yourself but we don't really have people telling us this is how you do it these are the steps. These are the important things. So, so thank you, Sochi. So I had a little game for myself for, I think, nearly four weeks. I did a, a yoga every morning, 20 or 30 minutes yoga with the, with the internet. And afterwards, I went to, to work. So this was really something I was very, very astonished about myself. I've never done this for three weeks, one day after another. It was a sort of game, I think. Great. Cool. 
<laughs> well, if you'd like to learn more about creating games, communication, using coaching tools with your family, you can find the How to Coach Your Kids workbook on Amazon, and you can like How to Coach Your Kids on Facebook. Thank you so much for listening, and thank you so much to my lovely guests, Ava and Sochi, wonderful, wise, loving woman, and my counterpoint counterparts for the How to Coach Your Kids webinar series. Thank you, thank ladies. You Dana. Thank you, Dana. <laughs> Thank, Thank you so, so much, much for listening. listening.